to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that will help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about how and when to look for the silver lining in life. If you go through a hard time, should you pause and think for a minute about all the good things that could come out of it? Well, looking on the bright side might help you get through a tough situation. But before we dive into talking about how to do that, let's talk about the fact that there are some risks to always looking on the bright side. Toxic positivity is something that we've discussed on the show before, and it can be bad for your mental health. First, let me explain more about what it means to look for the silver lining. It's a technique that we use in therapy sometimes, but we do so with caution. Someone who went through a painful divorce a few years back might recognize that although it was a really tough time, they also might see how the end of the relationship helped them grow stronger. A situation like that is an example of how looking for the silver lining might be helpful. But that can turn into toxic positivity when it causes someone to ignore their pain. Here's an example. A woman came into my therapy office once telling me about how she discovered her husband of five years had been cheating on her. She'd already come to the conclusion that she was going to file for divorce. And her response to the situation was, well, at least we don't have kids. And She tried to kind of brush it off as if she didn't care that it wasn't all that painful. And maybe it was true that she was grateful that in this situation, they didn't have kids who were going to go through the divorce too. But it seemed like she was just using it as a buffer to try and convince herself that somehow their breakup was a happy thing. Looking on the bright side turns into toxic positivity when it causes you to ignore the downside and you pretend like you aren't experiencing any emotional pain. It's healthier to be able to work through the pain while also, and perhaps way down the road, being able to recognize that there may be some type of benefit that you gain from your hardship. But sometimes you can't really do that until a little further down the road. Trying to find the benefits of something bad too soon without allowing yourself to experience pain is kind of like putting a Band-Aid on an axe wound. But sometimes we do those things to ourselves. We break one leg and we're really quick to say, well, at least the other leg isn't broken. While that may be true, it also dismisses the fact that you have pain right now. Most of my therapy clients have been through some kind of trauma. Statistically, at least 70% of us experience trauma at one point or another. Some people, though, are really quick to say, but it didn't bother me. And that's not to say that traumatic experiences leave us all traumatized. They certainly don't. We all respond to things like abuse or near-death experiences or disasters differently. But sometimes people don't just deny that they were hurt, but they deny that they endured something difficult. And denial isn't a healthy coping skill. Research about looking for the silver lining backs this up. In one study, they looked at women who had been diagnosed with breast cancer, either stage one, two, or three. And researchers interviewed them at different intervals, four, seven, and 12 months after they were diagnosed. The women who reported silver linings like my relationships are better or I now have a greater appreciation of life or my priorities have changed actually had worse mental health 
than the people who said, no, there's really nothing good about this. Researchers thought that maybe their mental health got worse because they were trying to reduce the threat of their diagnosis. Rather than acknowledge how serious their illness was or acknowledge how stressful it was, they were in denial. They just wanted to rush and get to the silver lining. So in their case, their attempts to look for the benefits might backfire and their mental health declined. So that's how looking for the silver lining sometimes can cross over into toxic positivity and it's not helpful. But let's talk about times when it can actually be a good thing for our mental health. There are a lot of other studies that found that our mental health improves when we look for the benefits, especially when it comes to something like a health condition. In one study, researchers examined men who had recently experienced their first heart attack. Over 50% of them reported that they had found a silver lining. And those who did were significantly less likely to have another heart attack. And eight years later, they had fewer health problems. This is likely because they viewed their heart attack as a sign that they needed to start taking better care of their health. They might have stopped smoking, they lost weight, they cut down on drinking, and they started exercising more. And maybe that contributed to better physical health and better well-being. And their lives may have actually become better because they got in better shape and the heart attack gave them that wake-up call that they needed, which was the silver lining. Other studies have found that people who look for the benefits of enduring a hardship might be more likely to experience what's called post-traumatic growth. You've likely heard of post-traumatic stress disorder. That's when a person experiences ongoing symptoms from a trauma like nightmares or feeling extra jumpy. Post-traumatic growth, on the other hand, is when someone finds that a traumatic experience helps them grow as a person. It doesn't happen right away, though. So just because you feel really happy to be alive the day after a near-death experience doesn't mean that you've necessarily experienced post-traumatic growth. It takes time. It comes about when people gain a new sense of meaning and purpose in their life. Someone who went through abuse, for example, might become an advocate for other victims of abuse. Or someone who survived an accident might decide that they're going to start living every day to its fullest rather than always worrying about the future. Finding the silver lining in tough situations might contribute to post-traumatic growth. So what can we learn from these studies? They sound kind of conflicting on the surface. Some show that looking for the silver lining is helpful. Some show it isn't. Here are five things I think you can do to make looking on the bright side a helpful exercise for your mental health. Number one, wait until enough time has passed. Don't start looking for the benefits immediately after something bad happens. In some cases, a few weeks might be enough to help you gain a new perspective. You might decide that not getting that job isn't the end of the world because now you don't have to put up with that rough commute. At other times, though, you might need to wait years before you really see the benefit of something rough that you went through. Looking for the benefit too soon might be more about dulling your pain and less about finding an actual silver lining. Number two, allow yourself to feel bad. We'd all like to skip to the end if we think it's going to be a happy ending. But to truly feel happy, you have to let yourself experience uncomfortable emotions first. Grief and sadness are part of the healing process. Allow yourself to feel bad and don't pressure yourself to find something good in every bad experience. And number three, don't worry about looking for the good in everyday stressors. Sometimes people feel like they're being negative just by pointing out their frustrations. So they quickly follow up with the bright side. Someone might say, oh, another red light. 
and then quickly say, well, at least we have traffic rules to keep us safe. There's some evidence that looking for the silver lining all day long might not be good for your mental health. So you might want to save up the benefit finding for the bigger things in life. Number four, don't force it. If you can't find something good that came out of something bad, that's okay. Don't force yourself to look for it. You might accept that something awful happened and, well, it was just that. It was awful. For silver linings to be helpful, they should be genuine. If you're trying to force a silver lining, you might simply focus on the fact that things could be worse. But nobody feels better by saying something like, well, at least my purse was in the car when my house burned down. No, it's okay to acknowledge that what happened to you was actually quite bad. And number five, don't feel like you need to believe what everyone else says. Sometimes well-intentioned people say incredibly cringeworthy things. They might try to convince you that your loved one is now in a better place or that your poor prognosis could somehow be worse. Don't feel like you need to believe them, though. It's something that I hear in my own life quite a bit. People will say things like, oh, so sad that you lost your husband. At least you got to write a book, though. Well, I have to say that having a book is awesome and all, but it does not make up for the fact that I lost my husband. And I wouldn't call that the silver lining. But I try to give people who point out those attempted silver linings a little bit of grace. I know that they want me to feel better and just don't know what to say. So the next time someone reminds you things could be worse or just wait, something better will come along. Try to remember that they're probably just uncomfortable with your sadness and they're trying to help, but you don't have to believe that silver lining that they offer. So ultimately, I do think that looking for some silver linings can be really good for your emotional well-being. And I challenge you to consider some of the silver linings in your own life. You might find that you're stronger, you have better coping skills, you have better relationships, or maybe you even turned your life around as a result of something that you went through. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.